Welcome. I'm Paul Bishop, your host for this installment of Six Gun Justice Conversations. These are original bonus downloads where my co-host Richard Prosh or I get to hang around the virtual Six Gun Justice podcast water cooler, talking with friends and fellow writers who are also fans of the Western genre. With me today is Western fiction uber fan Steve Mile, proprietor of the Western Fiction Review website. Hello, my friend. Hello, Paul. We are doing this all the way from California to England, and hopefully the magic of the internet will work well for us and we'll be able to get all of this recorded. Yeah. When did you first begin to read Westerns and fall in love with them? When I was a little boy, single-digit ages, I was given a book from the children's press called The Rimfire Riders by John Robb. It starred a character called Cat's Foot. I then got the other two he'd written as well, and I started reading all kinds of things then, but I liked the westerns and there was a lot on TV. Later, I found an Edge book, and that was how it began. So the Edge book was your introduction to the Piccadilly Cowboys? Yes, there were loads and loads on the shop stands. I worked in Nottingham at the time, and I used to go in nearly every day into a different bookstore to see if another one had come out of the many series they had at the time. It was something to do in my lunch hours. When did you first start collecting Westerns? Pretty much at that time, because I just kept them, and I think I started on about book four in Edge, so I was determined to find the others, and I bought them all as they came out, and then the other Piccadilly Cowboy series as well. And in those days, they had big stands just for Westerns, where now they're all muddled up if you're lucky to find any at all. And that was it. I just kept them. And then once I'd got all of those, it was now what can I do? So I tried one or two of the imported Westerns, shall we say, the American Westerns, but they were weren't violent enough for me at that age. There was a few long-arm ones around and obviously the big well-known authors, but they were too white hat, black hat for me. So I hunted around more and more. And this was a time before the internet, but we had quite a good bookstore in Nottingham who produced little pamphlets on different genres. And she always kept the Western one for me. And I could look at that and say, can I have that one, that one, that one? And I tried lots of different ones from America and they could import them for me. And then, of course, when the Internet came along, I was able to get lots and lots. But I also had a friend who was an air hostess who flew to America a lot. And because she'd got sick of seeing all the different waiting rooms in airports and she couldn't go too far away, she took lists with her and would come back with loads of boxes full of Western books for me. And she set up with some shop that I can't remember now where it was or what it was called. She left my list with them and I just gave them a phone call every now and again and said, send me another box of 50 Westerns or something. They did. When you talk about having an air hostess, of all things, be your courier to help you with your addiction, wow, even though the internet makes it far easier to find stuff you want, I really still enjoy finding stuff in the wild. So do I. But we don't see many Westerns over here now. They reckon that the Piccadilly Cowboys books disappeared because they weren't selling enough. But you go to any secondhand shop or a market store and ask them if they've got any Westerns, they usually bring them up from under a counter for people that they know to look at first because they know they'll just sell them pretty much instantly if they put them out on display and supposedly there isn't a market for them. At least they don't have them in brown paper wrappers under the yeah. counter. <laughs> but that's the way they're sometimes treated, as if there's something wrong with these books. And there really isn't. I mean, they saved the Western genre at the time from obscurity. Yes, certainly did. Because I sort of grew up in the era of the Spaghetti Western, which is probably why I like the more violent books then. These days, I'm quite happy to read all kinds of Westerns and enjoy them as well. 
I take it your library is like mine, basically paperback westerns. Yeah, it is. I've got thousands of them. Really? How many? I've no idea. Last count was about 5,000 or so. I've given up trying to keep track. But then somebody somehow got my name to Hale, who produced the Black Horse Westerns. They're little hardbacks, as you probably know. And over the years, they've published different amounts of those. I think the most ever was 12 a month. When I came along, it was about eight a month. And they used to send me every book every month. So I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of those. It was like, just read two or three of them, review the ones you like, and keep the rest. Wow. Unfortunately, Black Horse Westerns stopped taking on new books at this time. They're struggling with all of the economy issues, but they were really a library market publisher. Yeah. When did you first start the website? That was about 13 years ago, two or three years before that. I was looking around on the internet and I came along an old-fashioned kind of message board, which had James Reasoner on it and a couple of other well-known authors. And there was a lot of chat back and forth. And they found out I really liked the Trailsman series. James told me David Robbins wrote a lot of those and told me how to get in touch with him on another message board just for David Robbins. And I started posting very small little reviews on there of his books of what I thought of them and then that became other westerns as well and David told me I should post them somewhere else and that was pretty much how it came about through James Reasoner and David Robbins. Was that a polite suggestion encouraging you to post them somewhere else or was that a get off my message board and post them somewhere else? (laughs) It was an encouraging one because I still continued to post on his page as well. I mean, it was lots of chat about everything under the sun, really, on there. That's fantastic. How many books do you think you've reviewed in those 13 years? I've no idea. But I do read other books. You've probably noticed the site is very positive, And that was the intention from the beginning, to help promote Western fiction in a good way. Because I believe if I don't like it, doesn't mean it's bad. It's just not to my taste. Doesn't mean that you or somebody else won't like it. So the books that I don't particularly enjoy or struggle to read for whatever reason get put aside so they don't end up on the site. And there's some that I've read that I want to put on the site, but for whatever reason, I've never got around to time to write the reviews and then I read so many and I've forgotten what they were about. How many books a week do you read? I don't read that many now, maybe one or two. But at the height of it, I was reading maybe four or five a week. I just don't seem to have as much time now to read them as much as I'd want to. But of course, the books that come out now are thicker, longer, so they take more time than the others. When you were reading four or five a week, did they begin to run together or were you able to keep them separated in your head? I try to write the review pretty much after I've read the book. But what I used to do is pick different types of authors. So I wouldn't, say, read six Trousmans in a row. I'd just read one and then maybe go back and read an old PC one or Morgan Cain book or something like that. And then go back to a classic Western author And before I went back to an adult Western. So I split them up like that. And, and I also try to select different storylines as well. I don't particularly want to read three books books about bounty hunters in a row and the same with proper historical characters it's like i really can't bring myself to read another book about wild bill or somebody like that because you know how it's going to end or how it's got to end unless it's totally fictional the alternate timeline situation 
Yeah. There seems to be a bit of a resurgence in the popularity of Westerns now. So we've got the William Johnstone books that are coming out three or four a month. And then we have the new Ralph Compton brand being brought back again. Ralph Compton, of course, and William Johnstone have both passed away, but their names are being used as a indicator of good Westerns that are written by other authors. How do you feel about those books? I do read some of them. I've got all the latest Compton ones, although I've only read the first two so far. The Johnston ones, there's that many and they're getting thicker and thicker and thicker that I don't read as many of those perhaps as I want to. I'm still trying to get through the Loner series, which I really like, which was just credited as being J.A. Johnston. But I really wish they would say who the authors were. I can understand why they don't, but sometimes I think a lot of people, if they realised it was by their favourite author, might buy those particular books. At least the Comptons have on them who they are by. But then if I don't like one author, I might not buy another one of that particular author. So it's a bit up and down, isn't it, really? It is, but I'm like you. I wish they would put the names of the actual authors somewhere in the Johnstone books because there are series that I like and there are authors that I'd like. And I wish that it would be easier to be able to track down which authors wrote which books. The writers are all under non-disclosure agreements with the Johnstone literary monster. So they're onto a good thing because they get quite a bit of good money for those books. But I have always enjoyed the Compton books, those he wrote himself because he was very prolific and those that they continued to produce after he passed away with other authors. I was very sorry to see that brand end, but I'm delighted, of course, to see it being brought back now. And I find that the books that have come out, I think there's eight of them so far. I've read three. They are top-notch Westerns. I really enjoy them. But the fact is, I haven't read a lot of classic Westerns. I had not read Monty Walsh by Jack Schaefer, who wrote the classic Shane. And that's what I'm doing this month, and I'm really, really enjoying it. It's a fantastic book. Yeah, I'm the same because they were pretty much before I was born, a lot of those. So they seemed old fashioned then. And again, when I started, it was the more violent ones. So they were far too tame, the odd one that I read. But like you, again, I've started trying to read some of the older books just to see what they were like. And I am enjoying them. I read quite a lot of collection books and a lot of those older authors are in there. And I find that gives you a good taste of what their books would be like, you know, their writing styles, etc., Before we wrap this up, Steve, can you tell me a couple of good recommendations that you have for current Western reading? I've just read another badge book, which hasn't appeared on the review site yet. I do enjoy that series. It's as by Bill Reno. I always find those entertaining. And like we've mentioned, the Compton books, there's some good ones there. I, I enjoyed the first one by Jackson Lowry, Tin Star. And I also like Terence McCauley, his series that's coming out by Pinnacle. And he is going to have some out in the Compton line. There's three announced for the year and early next year. So I'm really looking forward to those as well. I like Terrence's stuff and and enjoy them as well. I think he's a great guy, and I hope that everybody will check his books out. Let's give him a push here because he really should be better known. Yeah. Thank you for being with me today, Steve. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to talk with us, and we will hopefully be able to do this again in the future. Thanks, friend. Yeah, thank you very much. 
Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the Six Gun Justice website at www.sixgunjustice.com for information on prior Six Gun Justice conversations, Six Gun Justice speed listens, and our full-length episodes of the Six Gun Justice podcast. You'll also find regularly updated book reviews, articles, and interviews covering all aspects of the Western genre. Until next time, be kind to others, be kind to yourself, and keep your Bowie knife sharp. Adios. We're out of here. Let's ride. Let's ride.